happy corner. fucking kill you. <laughs> I'm going to tell okay, first 10 seconds. <laughs> Welcome to the Happy Corner Podcast, everybody. It's KB. And Amy. Marion. And Blaze. <laughs> Blaze Marion. Timmy? Am I... <laughs> You're, no. Wait, we got to figure we, some stuff out. We, we need okay, to... You're good. Are we doing the hyphen or what? <laughs> it's up to you. I want you to be happy. If you want to be a Blaze, you be a Blaze. If you want to be a Blaze Marion, you be a Blaze Marion. If you want to be a Marion Blaze, do it. That's a that's a lot of we got to figure this out. Marion, you could drop K Blaze. That's Kara's vote. <laughs> K Blaze, let's do it. Uh, and we got our lovely uh, <laughs> sound guy back here. Oh hey, that's me, Timmy. <laughs> My new brother-in-law. It's great. What's up, sister? We. Can- <laughs> <laughs> oh, mom's wishes are coming true. We got the lovely oh, Adele, Adele in the audience. Our yeah. thought in the audience. So, um, we have to explain the the box braids. <laughs> KB trying to get me in trouble. Yeah, for real, for real. I know. I just know T came in here and saw me and said, "Oh, thank God." <laughs> just know it yeah fam if you showed up with box braids and it's not part of a funny sketch making fun of people wearing box braids uh then i would be like can we put on a hat or do we have a bandana can we because i don't want you up here <laughs> cover that shit amy <laughs> yeah, what are you, you gotta, doing no nah, you're gonna have to fucking axel rose that shit <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> We don't know what's going on under here. We just know down here you have braids. <laughs> For all we know, they started here and came down. So what had happened was uh, KB and I were at the See you Next Tuesday comedy open mic outside of Mojo's, uh, and we did our we could do promos again on Snapchat. Uh, if you're not friends with me on Snapchat, it's a good time. Uh, go add me, Miss Amy Blaze. But we were doing our promo and my hair, my hair was great. My hair looked really good because I had two French braids, <laughs> two French braids in my hair for the 4th of July. And I left them in for like two days. And so I took them out and it took me a while. But when I said it, KB's like, yeah, she had box braids. She's like, tune in Sunday to see a picture of Amy and her box braids. And I'm like, no. <laughs> So she posted it on Facebook. T gave it a wow react, and I'm like, I'm in trouble. I'm in trouble. You know what? Because, like, would be killing me, and this, I don't, fuck all the appropriation shit, whatever. My biggest thing is for your hairline, some of y'all white people don't need to be doing box braids. Like, for your hairline, for your scalp, for your, like, I be looking when I see that, I'd be like, I'd be stressed for them. That hurts. Like, I I really do. I'm like, I, like, y'all don't want to do no Heidi braids? Like, you don't want to... Uh. That's it. I, I feel, I even feel weird sometimes just doing two like, pigtail braids. Like, I just, I, I don't always feel comfortable with that, not because, like, Native Americans, mostly, is my, like, I don't want to be... Well, everybody had the two pigtails. But that's what I said, too. I'm like, that was that was just a, a fun You know, thing. but there's, but, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just like, fam, like, that's, like, beyond, like, for me, I just, like, 
first off, yours like for me, it don't even look right because it, the scalp really be like, we not supposed to be doing this. Boo. <laughs> that's what the, that's what I feel like oh, the scalp God. be telling like we not supposed to be doing this. Go ahead and take these bitches out and see how much hair you oh. got left after this. Because this is oh. <laughs> looking at that hurts my head. Like when I see it freshly done and they're like, you could see the scalp like pulling. Yeah. That hurts my head immediately. Yeah. He said, I wanted to see if you had them. (laughs) (laughs) Kara says it takes too long for the amount of time they'll be worn. Yeah. I got, I just, I was like, I need this hair out of my face for the 4th of July. I knew we were going to be playing volleyball, which let's talk about that. Timmy Blaze. Okay. That's right. Timmy Blaze has been cocky all year because he kicked ass last year. Volleyball superstar Timmy Blaze. There he is. (laughs) Coach of the year. (laughs) Right, Chia? We came back. Ain't that right, Timmy? I'm not going to lie. Okay, so I, I I brought it. Okay, I had Timmy. I had Timmy brought it. Timmy. But Timmy brought we, it. We, it came a point where KB's like, okay, everybody huddle in. <laughs> like, this is what we need to do. And she literally laid out the game plan, and it, it, that it pretty much carried us out the rest of the night. Yeah. 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 We had, spe- we, we had specific, uh, we huddled in a, a once or twice and kind of gave a, this is Get what we do. Together. This is what we do for who's serving or like who, you know, so we, we kind of had a game plan, but that was, those were good games. Yeah, those weren't fun. like, you know, Timmy MVP, Timmy MVP, dude, everybody had their moments. Yeah. Tim, sure. Tim kicked ass, but you guys had a lot of good fucking servers on your team. Yes. And so did we. We had we had a solid serving team, too. Yeah, we just figured out how to snuff them out. Yeah. yeah. So we played three. My team, I made a rule at the beginning because Tim and I were going to be on the same team. I was going to be on Boothang's team here because I felt that was right. But also, I said, we can't put two Blazes on one team. Yeah, there's a general rule on Fourth of July for playing like bags or volleyball or something. If if it can be helped, like traditionally, you can't you can't put two blazes on it. Right, right. If there were more than just us blazes, like our siblings, because Haley was on a team for a minute. Yeah, was she on mine or yours? She was. I yeah, I don't remember. Your team. I don't remember. We had so our our team switched too. We we lost some players through. So that that could be also why we lost, but it was good fucking games. Yeah. Good games. Yeah. I like seeing uh, out of shape motherfuckers oh, get man. competitive. That's KB, the greatest shit ever. KB, you know why I love KB so much? Because she definitely could have posted this picture and she didn't uh, because I look like I got 17 chins. But she just sent me a message that said, fam. And then it's a picture of me. And it must have been when the, the volleyball like went into the crowd mm-hmm. one of those times yeah. <laughs> because I was scared someone was going to get hit. But I mean, I was like, eh, like, like I was all so many chins, but my neck did not exist. But thank you for not posting that. That was a fucking terrible picture of me. I wouldn't post any. I posted our cute ones. Yeah. People be doing that to me. Word. Yes. Yo, you know, the running theme that people crap me out of their photos. <laughs> They crop me out, or they post really they shitty, crop. Yeah. <laughs> shitty p- pictures of me. I'm yeah. like, hey, check with me first, yeah. Timmy. I bet they that Ted wants you to change the name of the Timmy Cam to like volleyball legend, volleyball champ, or some shit. Um, I uh, I gotta say, so I 
I was like, I always like dressing up for holidays with whatever. I that one I've never given a fuck about Fourth of July, like but patriotic, yeah, or whatever. I, for me, it's more about like I'm kicking it with friends or whatever. Mm-hmm. What was funny about that outfit was, um, yeah, I I'm gonna reiterate that I'm gay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> KB is a gay. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I don't need no more DMs. Uh-huh. <laughs> Good luck. Unless you got snatch. But if, if you ain't got that. Fellas, hear that? Yeah. Oh. Like, once again, we don't need to go down to gay gay. Like, yeah, I'm gay gay. <laughs> gay squared. She, she's gay squared. So anyway, you iter- your your outfit for the fourth. Yeah. It was fucking, it was the best, it was the best outfit at the fourth for sure. I try. The socks, T wants your socks. Oh, word. Yep. It was, uh, that whole fit. I was just trying to be comfy. Like, fuck. I was comfortable. Yeah. And I feel like um, the shoes helped with the volleyball. Oh, I bet. I didn't wear shoes for that. I was fucked up. You remember what I looked like after volleyball? (laughs) I thought I was burnt to a fucking crisp. And it turned out that my arms were just red from volleyball. I love motherfuckers who are competitive, but don't play competitively, like, currently. Like, so we're all out of shape, right? As soon as we got done, like, yeah, let's take a break. And everybody went to smoking and drinking. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know why the fuck I'm out of breath. Hey, let me get a hit of that. (laughs) You were like, we're going to play one more game. Let me just smoke a quick cigarette bunch of fucking idiots we are oh uh, look at ted ted just uh gifted a sub to nelly bob the photog and kara wants us to take a shot which we can do now yeah i'm just gonna take a i'm gonna take a huge swig of this there's two shots of malort and uh a part squirt in here so that's what i'm gonna can I just put it out there that uh, maybe somebody who might have just been gifted a sub uh, reached out to us about starting some kind of volleyball tourney slash uh, live stream, and I... I'm in. I'm about it. Yeah. So, I would have kept playing volleyball that night. Yeah, me too. So yeah. maybe we need to like put it out there, like any, any, anyone in the area who's down for some volleyball. Yes. And but we want to we want to we want to have uh, we want to do it in a goofy way like have yeah. themes that are like themed yeah like dress up and yeah yeah does the happy corner have a cash app the happy corner does not <clears throat> but I do KB do you have cash app yeah I do we should we we should see if we can make we one have, yeah yeah Ted's in Ted, Ted is, is in. in for volleyball. Yeah. yeah, you want to you want to see an out of shape guy playing volleyball? I am your guy, Ted. <laughs> Dude, same. Dude, same. I was that guy too. We were yeah. we were all that guy or girl. Yeah, yeah. we were all uh, pretty sweaty and gross, and it yeah. was nice. All it right. was great. Take a shot. Cheers. 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 You know what's cool? Um, I was the first person to take a shot out of the Malort bottle at the Comedy Shrine. And then I also got the last shot. Oh, look at you making history. Making history. Put that in the Guinness book. I'm going to put that on my resume. (laughs) Finished a bottle of Malort at the Comedy (laughs) Shrine. (laughs) In parentheses, 
Oh, uh, never mind. Someone did do. Well, someone tried to do a shot of Malort with me, but uh, it was a it was a baby shot because it wasn't a full. Mm-hmm. So he had to do something else. I want to talk about that. I had a really nice weekend. Yeah, let's talk about how Miss Boo over here killed it on weekend. I went. I went Friday. Yes, she did. To, to the to, 8 o'clock. To, to the 8 o'clock. Which turns out was about, I can't remember the numbers. I feel like it was like between 150 and 175. Yeah, that's about right. Um, so that was the 8 o'clock show. 10 o'clock show didn't happen on Friday. Um, Pat Tomasulo's got a demographic. Yeah. You know, and it's it's older people. They don't want to come out at 10 p.m. Uh, so but we he's didn't. Great. He is, is great. He's fucking phenomenal yeah. and the nicest dude. Mm-hmm. He's so fucking nice. Um, and so yeah, his show was cool too. He did. He um, he did an hour and he, five. Yeah, he did mm-hmm. an, an hour and five in a strong. It wasn't a uh, ooh like this is getting me at the end. Right, like it, it was, was a, consistent, it was like consistent, consistent laughter. Yeah, really good. yeah. Uh, so we did that Friday. Uh, at, well, Thursday, we, me and Tim did Ashbury. Ashbury. Shout out to Brian Christopher uh, Ashbury. See, I fucking love that room. So. That room is so great. Yo, and shout out. I love when producers get their audience. Mm-hmm. They understand how to run their show mm-hmm. to make it the best for the comedians. And Brian Christopher and uh, uh, Andy. 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 Yep. They do a great job over at the Ashbury Improv. For Definitely. Real. Shout out to y'all. And they got a... Uh, they get, uh, they're starting on uh, showcases and stuff. So yeah. And you're going to be on that. Is uh, that next weekend? Yeah. Next Saturday. That's going to be awesome. That's a really great lineup too. Um, so that was, that was a fucking blast. And one of my volleyball teammates came to that show to see us. She was like, I just saw you posted it online. I decided to come out and I'm like, all right, sweet. Grandma Skidmarks. He came out on the, he was at the Friday show too. he, that was fucking awesome. Thank you for coming out. He drove quite a way to come out and see me. Um, and then Saturday's show, we did both shows. The 8 mm-hmm. o'clock show had 202 people. Yep. I was, I was the one. Adele and I were the two. You were the two. I made sure they counted us last. But definitely, like, the majority of my family was there. Mm-hmm. A lot of family. A lot of family. My aunt and my uncle, my cousin. My niece came and she brought some friends. They were sat fucking right in the center like second row i was yeah. i she's like i didn't mean to i'm sorry they just sat me here so i told him like i don't want to see anybody i don't want to see any familiar faces but i couldn't see anybody so it was fine yeah but that show was fun At 10 o'clock we had a 10 o'clock show but it was like maybe like 20 people mm-hmm. and it was it was nice yeah you know you perform in front of i don't know in two days 300 some people that's pretty damn awesome yeah so like uh you know a chill intimate and i made a lot of friends i signed two autographs this weekend so i'm talking about i told that's you. insane one of them was for gabe so it doesn't count but the other this girl was like she walked up she's like can i get your autograph and i'm like oh honey i'm nobody sure <laughs> <laughs> but it was uh it was a great fucking weekend was very excited, very happy with how that went. I didn't faint not one time. No, you did your thing. You 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 did your thing. I saw you uh, Friday 
Friday night, I was like, let me, because at first I was going to go to the 10 o'clock. Thank mm. God. Thank God you didn't. Uh, and I was like, you know what? Let me go to this 8 o'clock and get it popping. Uh, and got there and was just able to watch you do, to just go up and just really like to see you grow from like where you started to where you're at now is really dope. It was Thank really you. dope. And watching y'all on Thursday to see y'all grow and be just like some some legit doing like doing like being like like and i don't even mean this as a, like a dig but like real comedians and what i mean is like like i can tell when somebody is really new mm-hmm. because um when they're doing well they squish they squish their set because they're like oh i gotta get out because i gotta get all these jokes and i gotta get mm-hmm. and and what i love is like uh i know a comedian is good when they're killing and they're not afraid to like Take a pause or let it breathe or any shit like that. So, who's calling? Perfect timing. Let's get it popping. Hello. Hello. Hey, what's good? We popping in this bitch. What's good? (laughs) Hey, man. Happy to be back in my corner. What's up, ladies? How y'all doing? Good. So good. It's so good to hear from you. You've been. It's great to. Right, it's great to hear from you guys too. I felt like I I was on stage when I came when y'all were like, "Hello," I was like, "Hey, how y'all feeling?" <laughs> no, you think, no, nature been crushing it down in Houston. Y'all don't even know. Like y'all, know. make sure y'all follow uh, Miss Already. Already, man, I've really just been trying, you know, on some uh, female shit, just trying to, you know, mm-hmm. coordinate and conquer and divide the mm-hmm. industry. That's all. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's mm-hmm. it. So, but other than that. Uh, you know, I was just calling the drop in. You know, I, I haven't been on in a while. Last time I talked to y'all, I was at Sunday Fun Day. Now, today ain't no different, okay? Right. I just came to the car to call y'all real quick on some mess that I read online, and I just want to know what y'all's take on it was. Okay. Okay, so the famous Vanessa Bryant, the wife of Kobe Bryant, the the deceased Kobe Bryant's wife, uh, is at war with her mom. Like she's suing her mom um, because her mom said that Kobe told her he was going to take care of her for the rest of his life. And Vanessa's like, she's crazy. No, mm-hmm. I'm not giving her jack. You know, I'm just like, how can you turn your back on your mama like that? You got more than enough money. I can see if Kobe had like a $30,000 wheel. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no. They had to do a GoFundMe to bury him. This is right. like, <laughs> this must be an you ongoing thing. This is like the second time I've heard about, uh, and I heard about it like soon after he died. So something, what what just happened that it's being brought up again? Did I, they like settle on something? I, I You know what? I'm going to keep it real with you. Low key. I don't think she owes her mom anything, but if it were me, I would make sure my mom is good. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's you and your relationship with your mom. The first time this story came out, I had heard some crazy, like she had said her mom was on some crazy ass shit. I can't remember anything about it, but I just knew that I was like, okay, I understand why she's doing that. Yeah, and and the thing is, is it's not like she's leaving her mom's homeless. Like She was like, mom, I just want you to move to this location. It's a little bit more you know right you know so it wasn't even like she was like given but i i honestly think that there honestly i just think that there is a sour to their relationship yes and i and and 
I don't know. Nobody knows what that is. So I, I really can't speak on that. But for me, honestly, I, I, I would not necessarily want to play this out in public. In either. public. Yeah. It would be like, hey, my, what do you need to be good? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what do you need to be good so that we not doing this? Because, like, this looks really messy. And honestly, I don't want this mess to be a part of his legacy. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how I would go about it. Like, yo, what do you need to be good? Like, where, where's the miss? You know what I'm saying? Like, like, because honestly, if you start moving different after your husband has passed and you start doing like, Hey, you need to move here. It may be to her mom. Like, wait, what the fuck is going on? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I absolutely agree with you on that part, KB. I, I don't, I, I don't know. Well, you know what? In the beginning, I'm going to just mm-hmm. go back to the beginning. Everybody was against Kobe and Vanessa because they were trying to paint her as a gold digger. Now, you know, after everything panned out, you know, Kobe did what he did or whatever the case may be. It's to my knowledge that like her mama would like help her with her children though. You know what I'm okay. saying? Like, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. you know how like the mom is like in the background. You, you're married to this high profile man. You got yep. these kids. And your mama is like on the sideline, like doing shit. Yep. Now, granted, my mama worked the hell out of my nerves, but I am I, I, being Vanessa Bryan. I would consider myself to be financially stable enough to just be like, here, mama, take this and get the hell out my get face. out my life. Like, yeah, yeah. But yeah. the fact that she's like. You know, trying to sue her mom. What are you suing your mom for? You know your mom ain't got no money. Like, I I, I just feel like she's just kind of being like an evil, like, just like me. You know, just... Do just, I, do yeah, and I know people have a strange relationship with their mom. Right. Especially women. Yeah. Every woman has whatever they have with their mom. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I could see if she was not a multi-multi-millionaire she could be like mama how can you try to do this to me and, and it, it, it do and the other thing it, it do look a little sideways because before his passing there was no issue exactly like it does look like that was my only thing was like yo fam if like everything <laughs> that we know of though that we know of but like think about it like this i could milk it more if kobe is alive than i could if he wasn't Right. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, if I'm her mom and issues are popping up, like, oh, y'all really trying to play me like this? You could milk it more because then you could go to, like, his relationship with his parents. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? So, like, that's the reason why I'm saying, like, there, I, like, whatever it is, I don't know what it is. I don't know what the relationship is. Sometimes some parents really do be toxic and tripping Mm -hmm. and need to have boundaries set. But I also think, like, Yo, it may have been a little weird for the mom for you to be like, hey, bitch, you need to move on and do some other shit and do this and do that. And and it's like, wait a minute. Like when you were at Kobe, everything was fine. Like why all of a sudden is it? You know what I'm saying? There's this difference. Right, There's yeah. The the chat agrees it's definitely a case by case situation. Yeah. Uh and and T said like her grandchildren, like she was you want her to financially support you because she was taking care of her grandchildren. So <laughs> I mean 
Well, it's not because it's kind of like, I mean, I just feel like that's kind of like upbringing there. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, my mom is ill, like not ill in a bad way, but ill as in the sense she gets on my, you know, but at the end of the day, you know, even though she affects me that way, I'm not going to turn my back on her. I don't give a fuck. I would, if, if, I would take care of my mom too. That's yeah, my relationship that's, with that's my mom. My relationship, there are, there are right? some people that I know where where I have encouraged. Hey, hey. If, if your mom's toxic, Cut don't, that shit off. yeah, you don't need it. I don't yeah. care if it's your mom, but if your mom's making your life miserable and doing toxic things to you, cut her off. And and to the other point about like doing doing that while Kobe was alive, Kobe's parents were quote unquote toxic for him, and he cut them off. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So, like, that's the reason why I'm kind of like, she probably is looking like, wait a minute, this whole time, like, I've been a part of this whole Mm -hmm. thing, and now all of a sudden... At that point, too, I I might be like, here, mom, take a million. Leave me the fuck alone. Yeah. Yeah. I might pay her off to leave me alone. What she doesn't want is for her mom to get malicious. Like, you know what, bitch? I can tell y'all story. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because she's grandma, you know? Right. Even That's how people get to that point, because they're you know and and the fact that she hasn't really gone down that route already tells you that she really not trying to go that route i ain't exactly. heard nothing malicious or anything like that i just heard that it was like wait what the fuck why is why is this occurring so yeah. that i thought you was gonna bring up nick cannon making 30 million kids oh god he's made so many babies this year i don't have a problem with that because he's financially stable to support these children now what I don't I have a problem with men who do this that are not financially stable in this same dynamic like mm-hmm. he you know and 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 this is strategy these women are agreeing to be a part of his legacy and providing shit I'm trying to have nigga I'm willing to find me a <laughs> to carry Nick Cannon baby you know what I'm saying like that's where I'm at you know what I'm saying like but that's what I'm saying Nick Cannon is a smart man and he's naming his children all these girl he has a little girl named powerful queen now i don't have a problem with that i gotta i, I think the mama is white and and i don't have a problem with that either yeah he makes he makes he makes sure he do a paper bag test yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm just saying this thing, i'm just thinking about the little girl growing up you know here's this little you know biracial girl leaning more towards the the other side not the black side and they're making fun of her because her name is powerful queen like, this is you? this is the only thing i'll say about that he can do whatever he want with his sperm mm-hmm. and as long as they agree and whatever all consenting but, adults yeah I, I really don't give a fuck what i will say on the flip side though is no woman could sit up here and have 12 motherfucking kids by 12 different men and people wouldn't look at that woman like you are a bust down straight up well, you know, Diana Ross had how many babies? I think she had like three or four out of her five kids, baby daddies. Yeah, yeah, and people, that's yeah, people talk about her fucking Barry Gordy and like hiding off that daughter. Like, yeah, you know, what I'm saying like, it, like that's the only thing Damn. I would say about that is like, like my whole thing is I honestly I ain't got to take care of none of these motherfuckers, so I really don't give a fuck. <laughs> I, yeah. That's what I yeah. really, I really feel Not that my way. babies. But, like, on the flip side, just the conversation ar- around it of, oh, well, this is his legacy. Cool. That's his legacy. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think that you should, in, in regards to your legacy, 
just having offspring and and having money is not just the only part of your legacy so like and and i also think like like i said if this were flipped i mean like people dogged out erica badu and she had True. three they dogged her out for having you had kiki white she's married to her husband they got what 12 kids or some shit people still talk kind of talk shit about her having all these kids whooped out to bam like keep that same energy is my only thing because that's that's their legacy too well, in, in all honesty, Nick Cannon's not the first uh, successful black man to have multiple baby mamas. I think Thanks. he's probably the first to have them all in one year. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 So I think that, that's what's blowing people's minds is that, you know, but he said, you know, what? I have lupus and I'm trying to, you know, multiply. But nigga, you given. I was gonna say, yeah, you're giving, you're passing shit down. Yeah, Chef of Shy Town says Zillion Air is one of his kids as well. That is his name. First name Zillion, middle name Air. (laughs) That is correct. (laughs) He said, "Fucking what?" (laughs) (laughs) What he has a son named Golden Sagan, Golden Sagan. Oh, Sagan. Okay. Yes. So, so basically, what Nick Cannon is doing is he's like subscribing to that theory. Genghis Khan that, that you that you become like what your what your name your progeny. Yeah. Yeah. So like Tim and I smoke a lot of weed because our last name is Blaze. Like that checks out. So I think yeah, he's definitely trying to put that out in the in the in the atmosphere. Right. It's gonna be like they gonna do twenty threes and me's like years and years later, and it's gonna be like and you. Are related to Nick Cannon. Oh he God, he, the, he's going to be the Genghis Khan. <laughs> he's going to be the new Genghis Khan. He going to be the new. So you Khan. think because his last name is Cannon, he out here serving? He's shooting his sperm like a cannon. <laughs> <laughs> pew pew pew. No, because people tried to call Nick. Quit shooting that No, because people tried to clown Nick Cannon, and he was like, "You know what? I'm gonna find some fine ass women and." Make a whole bunch of racially ambiguous babies. Yep. <laughs> yep. Very much so. Mariah is the is the closest to black out of any of them. Yeah. So the only thing well, that I thought was kind of fucked up was one of them. Um, she she unfortunately had a miscarriage, um, and she found out about the other ones through like instagram post i was oh. like nick you gotta be a little Damn. bit you gotta yeah you're, a, if you gotta be, hey you gotta if you're smoother than that bro. you if you're gonna be transparent about the thing and yeah. you're you're letting people like i'm trying to build my leg then you need to probably tell these women right i think you i think, think the majority of them know but at that she was like, at I that time know. she did, she did not. not know yeah okay do yeah you that think was, she got a severance do you think she got a severance package for her baby <laughs> I hope he helped. I hope he helped her out financially after she went oh, through that trauma. Wouldn't. I don't think he's a bad dude. No. I, th- I don't think he would leave them like pop like that at all. Not at all. I oh, think, he's yeah. gonna. He's, he's gonna. He's take gonna take her. care yeah. of his kids. Yeah. yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Do you think Mariah's mad? Probably. <laughs> Mariah's just mad. like in a sense of like you were married to me, and you're going to fuck wilding out girls to be your baby mamas like you know what i'm saying i think just like a sense of you know like she's mariah carey she can definitely go up from nick cannon you know what i mean yeah that's right you know that's like jb going make a bunch of babies with a bunch of model chicks you know it's like bitch you you were at the top and so now you're just you know i'm waiting i'm waiting for her to throw that shade because she will 
Nick Cannon's that's, that's, that's baby mamas? Know. I don't know them. That's what she's going <laughs> to baby I, I don't know their names i call them two three four five <laughs> six seven eight nine like mariah these are your kids siblings yeah yeah well right. well and, and that's another thing with him having all these children with these women is there a, a cohesive relationship with these women yeah i don't know i don't i i feel like he was because he just came out and was like, yeah, you guys, I'm doing this on purpose. I know what I'm doing. Well, obviously, you busting a nut. Yeah, you, yeah. Yeah. So, like, he's like, yeah, I know what I'm doing. They're like, after Nick has his ninth baby this year, <laughs> Nick's like, yeah, right. it's on purpose. And and I thought he'd maybe, like, come out and say more about it. And then that would prompt Mariah to say something about it. He's, I mean, he's doing what he wants to do, I guess. Yeah. I, I like he's I said. He's doing the Hugh Hefner thing, but with kids. Yeah, and not just women. Don't compare him to Hugh Hefner. Well, you know, Nick, Nick, after I mean, and I mean that, I think Nick Cannon is a huge piece piece of shit. shit. Like, Nick Cannon is not that. He, yeah. Nick okay. Cannon is not a piece of shit, like, at all. Well, I mean, in a, in a, in a sense of dealing with women. Yeah. Mm. You know how Hugh Hefner had always had women around him, and so Nick Cannon has made it. He said it in interviews that like I'm never getting married again, and I'm going to always date multiple women. And if you're that woman in my life, you got to understand that that's what I'm going to do. So that's why well, all these girls are smiling, right? Yeah, they all smiling at the maternity shoot. I mean, mm-hmm. shit. That's what, Nick Grant- Cannon. I'm sure he looks. Well, I know he looks great naked, so it ain't like <laughs> it ain't like his Gucci man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> It ain't Rick Ross. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm waiting on. With Rick, I'm waiting on Jenny Jenkins and Young Jeezy to have a little slanty eyed baby. Their baby's not gonna have eyes. Jeezy has little eyes, and she has little eyes, and the baby's gonna have extra little. They're just gonna be slits in her face, like <laughs> that's <laughs> in the chat. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just, God forgive me for saying what I say sometimes. Chef of wants to know how big his cannon is. Kara said, I don't know. I'm trying to see. Listen, y'all know I have a strange addiction to Nick Cannon's ankles. Like, I think his ankles are so sexy to me. Like, ah. You said that like we knew that. We did not know. We did not know that. We did not know that you had ankle fingers. Yeah, is this common knowledge about you? I thought everybody knows I have a thing for Chris Brown and Nick Cannon. No, ankles. yeah, we I know thought. that. We know we that know it was the ankles that we. we doing yeah, it. we didn't know the ankles did it for you. Yes. What do they? What do they look I, like, Nitra? They're just skinny, and they're just the way they're proportioned to his little skinny calf, and goes to the, his little skinny V in his hip and his and nice. Because skinny, no, because yeah, because skinny dudes are notorious for having big dicks. Yeah, like that's that the comic. I was just that, talking that, about name a better duo than a than a know, tall Katie? skinny dude <laughs> and a fucking how do I chunky know? chick. There's no better I have pair. A whole bunch of straight homegirls who talk about skinny dudes having big dicks. Oh. <laughs> I'm one of them. I thought you was having a backwards Queen Latifah moment. <laughs> no, no, no. I, no. I'm not. I'm not Queen Latifah and just right. Uh, I, no, no, no. What did you she was on the BET Awards, and uh, they, you know they gave her like an honors award, which they should have. Yep. 
And after her speech, she was like, go pride, you know? So everybody was like, ooh, she came out the closet. We're like, no, nigga, she's been out. She's been. She was the, um, she was like the, what do you call that? The grand marshal of the pride parade in San Francisco, fam, like years ago. She's like, I'm here with my people. Like, I don't know. Just because you didn't know. (laughs) I thought everybody knew that. Yeah, she's been out. Uh, We knew when we watched Set It Off. (laughs) (laughs) I knew when she made you and I T Y. I was like, <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I, I just knew it back then. Like you know, but it, I, I like the fact that she, um, she's not in the closet, but she's not wearing her sexual. Like the fact that she is, you know, gay on her sleeve. Like so it's, it's like, not her whole identity. Yeah, yeah, it's not her whole identity. That's, 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 yeah, that's exactly what I'm trying to say. No, I, 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 that's that's what I do like about her a lot, actually. I, yeah, like, I, I I think that's really dope because she's like, dude, look how talented I am, bitch. Like I could sing, and, I can and rap, clearly there produce, are still people who like, have no idea that she's gay. <laughs> like the people, right. like she came out no a while ago. Like, and it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't really no thing, she right? Got a, like, yeah, she just... got a whole ass wife and kid now. Is that your sister? <laughs> right. <laughs> That's your roommate. <laughs> it's so sweet that you and your roommate <laughs> are babysitting roommate. this child together. Is this your niece? Who is this child that lives with you? <laughs> she just staying for a little bit hilarious her stop her 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 her, uh i know nitra about to go but her uh lesbian stomping ground for a minute was chicago no lie she used to yeah she used to get it popping like late 90s early 2000s she would come to chicago and get lit because there was no paparazzi there was nothing there was nobody pulling out their phone like there was one photo that somebody caught of her like out with her peoples, out with mad women, out strippers in front of her. She looking straight G. But that was like, yeah, she used to come to Chicago all the time and just kick it. And nice, yeah. Hmm. Well, I shot her out because, like, like we said, her her sexual preference is not her identity, and right. I, I dig that. Kind of like Luke the Vandross, you know, some shit you just kind of know. You don't need an explanation. You just understand it for what it is. Like, mm-hmm. and I can appreciate that. I love all my people that are out and proud and, you know, what you know that whole sector. I, I love them to death, but I can also respect somebody who doesn't lean on whatever I'm you gay. know yeah so for you their know, own I'm so, gay. yeah kb is kb is that's not what? your identity not at all identity. Like, yeah that's like you literally reminded people on this show earlier that you're gay <laughs> like if you didn't know it was, i am a homosexual yeah nature it was the it was the fourth of july post uh listen gentlemen. when i saw you in them shorts my nipples got hot <laughs> <laughs> she looked hot that day i'm telling you it was the, it was the thighs for me it mm. was the thighs for me Mm-mm. and she was running around my backyard see this is why people on. think this is why people think i just don't shut up about kb i love her so much Ooh. and everyone's like Ooh. amy and kb that b stands for blaze baby so are you are you headed you so you you uh you you about to head back to your sunday fun day yes i came outside to the car to call y'all and then i'm going back inside so that's what it is well we appreciate you 
taking time out to so, call us. Yeah. No, I appreciate you guys. You know what? I had got off track on the schedule because, you know, it was like every other. And then what I had on my calendar wasn't what it was. And then I just. the holidays. Yeah. Look, I just would get high and forget. So I apologize. Now you're all good. You're all good. You're all good. Don't blame me. Blame the weed. Blame yes, the weed. definitely. Always. We got that. And where can everybody find you, Nature? Please find me on Instagram uh, at Miss Already, M S A L R E A D Y. You can find me on Facebook under uh, Nitra Miss Already. I will be uh, in Galveston, Texas with our girl this week, uh, Thea the Dog. Yeah, nice. shout out to Thea. Yeah, so we have a show together this week. She letting black and people on her show, huh? Girl, look at <laughs> No, shout ride. out to Thea Vidal. That she is amazing and if you get a chance to see her live, see her live. Absolutely. Definitely. Definitely a wonderful storyteller. So yes. I appreciate that. So yeah, I'm with her this week. Um and then I'm like on pause this week because I had a full week of shows last week. So I was like, uh, let me give my non-vaccinated ass a rest. <laughs> so I'm, you know, just going to be hitting open mics soon because we're going to have uh, Bob Sumner is coming here for he's doing a showcase here in two weeks. So, you know, just trying to get sharp with some shit. You yeah, know? like it. I like yeah, yeah. I like that you're busy. I yeah. like you doing your thing. Yes, I'm trying to come back to Chicago definitely before it gets cold, cold. So it'll probably, I'm trying to get some stuff lined up for September or beginning of October. Oh, God, it'd be so, cool if she could come out yeah, and do a live we're, episode. We're, yeah, we're actually planning a live episode in September because we have a, uh, a huge super fan come, will be in, in, in town. So we'll have to keep you posted. Yeah. Yeah, please. And I will, in the meeting between time, um, be trying to work on me some dates out there. If y'all know anybody, don't forget. Look, let me know if you got know anybody you. booking. For sure. Yeah, got you. Definitely. So, miss my people in Chicago. I love y'all and I know y'all enjoying y'all summer, but I got to get back to the H Town Sunday fun day. Yes, Cross enjoy. Fucking head and all that. Yes, we love you. Have a good time. Thank we you guys. I'll talk to y'all soon. Okay, bye. 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 <laughs> There's fucking Nitra calling Nitra. in with our with our celebrity hot gossip, celebrity news, black news, mm -hmm. as she likes to call it. Mm -hmm. You get to get mm -hmm. that black celebrity gossip news. We should black celebrity gossip. Let's. You know what? We need to change. You know, I was thinking about this. Yeah, we need to change our dialogue of mm -hmm. like what is rumor and gossip and what is news. You're right. Because, like, what I'm seeing is, like, a lot of people think that their opinion pontificating about something it's is news. actual news. It is when not. you are telling your opinion, that is not news. It's not news. It's not that news. That is you telling your opinion. And, like, what has happened is that, like, it's become to where, like, motherfuckers, like, feel like their opinion is, like, the end-all, be-all mm -hmm. of everything. That's it. What and I say like, is... And it's like, fam, no, you've created your opinion in an echo chamber where a bunch of people that think like you agree with you. So you think that that is the truth. Yeah. The and then you're like, truth, the only you're sheep. Yeah. You're like, well, well, that's not how it works, though. It is not, not how it works. It is not. Uh, and we do. We do have a, a rose. Today. Oh, let's give a rose. Ba-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-
All right. So this one, we don't, we usually do our roses. We usually do people we know, but this one is so dope. And, and I'm, I, she's so freaking cool. Like she, she's a cool little kid. And so like, I was like, we should just give a rose to this little lady. And I, I just want to make sure I say her name right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I believe is Zaila avant-garde out of louisiana so fucking cool she's so freaking cute uh she won the uh spelling bee and uh and she's the first black american to win the the spelling bee but not only that she's obviously super smart you can tell she's super smart Mm -hmm. she holds guinness uh book world records i think she holds like four or five of them uh, and, uh, she's a dope, uh, basketball player too. And like to see uh, a young person be that well-rounded and accomplished and really trying, like when people always like harp on the youth, I'm like, no, they're doing a lot of cool stuff and we need, just need to encourage oh, them. This, and, look at her. This is her, uh, yeah. Breaking the, the, this is the Guinness thing. Yeah. This is, yeah. What? Yeah. Stop. Yeah, that's dude. insane. Look at this. Stop it. Yeah. Look at her getting it. Getting it. That's crazy. That's that's so many balls. <laughs> <laughs> You've never jumped for that many balls. For, for you? our, you know, never for our for our uh, listeners only. This is. Uh, <laughs> They're like, what are they talking about? She's, uh, she holds the Guinness records for the most, uh, juggled bouncing balls or whatever. She holds a record for that. Yeah. She's just, she, well, the first one, it was ba- all basketballs, but this one, she's got two basketballs and like three small. That's so difficult. That's gotta be so difficult. And, and look at little shorty. She, her, her, she got a nice little jump shot on her too. And, and, um, she she like a little she like a little Kyrie is so cute I'm so excited I'm like oh this is so dope uh and she already got offers to like different uh schools and everything she's only 14 so shout out to what her. a little badass yeah like she's super cool and I love seeing it and I love seeing seeing the excellence of uh of what of what she's what she's doing oh my goodness that is crazy because like when, a- She's a basketball prodigy who was just given a scholarship to LSU. Yeah. Wow. At 14 years old. Yeah. What, what the fuck was you doing at 14? Oh. When you see these kids like this, don't you be like, Damn, what the fuck was I doing? I was up to no good at 14. <laughs> Let me tell you that much right now. I was not doing anything productive with my life. Like, I'm like, dude, like, it, it, it is always amazing to me when I see, like, like I'm not even talking about like with pop stars and stuff like that. That's not amazing to me. Mm. Like when they turn a 15 or 15, 14, 15 year old into a pop star, uh-huh. I'm never like, Oh, that's amazing. That because kids are groomed for that shit. Yeah. Like that is adults saying, you're going to look like this. You're going to dress like this. You're going to sound like this. You're going to, they're creating, uh, uh, almost an avatar, you know what I'm saying? But like when you just see someone who is just naturally, and encouraged and that potential is encouraged mm-hmm. and um and supported by like parents and community and to see her coming you know uh up and and doing it that's that's really dope mm. so like we wanted to give her a rose because i just truly support that because Hell yeah. i think a lot of um 
people's perspective of especially in the south like oh these people are dumb like there's always a connotation mm-hmm. and for her to be from louisiana and just really doing her thing it's just super dope so we what an inspiration yeah I, I don't have anything Tim to say. like enough with this positive <laughs> shit. <laughs> was, uh, enough with that. It was a, it was a slip. It's fine. Nah, no, it was, but that's no, like that's like one of those things where you're like, wow, I'm, I'm really like looking up to a 14 year old right now. But like, that's really cool. It's super inspirational. What a little badass. Yeah. yeah. And you keep going, little lady. You, you. Yeah. Yes. You keep doing your thing because that's amazing. And I love to I love to see it. T said she was a mom at that age. Chef of Chi Town said I was picking my nose with both hands, wondering why no one was finding me attractive. It's relatable. Let's have a conversation about that. <laughs> why both hands? What, what? This is the real conversation. What? Well, why did nerds think that they should get the hottest motherfucker? Like, like, all right, if you're a nerd. Sorry, Kara said shout out to me and yo belly. <laughs> it was distracting. Sorry, go ahead. Nerds and hot chicks. Is that what you're going with? And hot dudes. Like, like hot anything. Like, if you're a nerd, get a nerd. Like, y'all have common interests. Like... Do you get what I'm saying? I like, don't think I, we, I don't think we really had that problem at my high school. Oh, I, we had that problem at our high school. Like it's like everybody watched Ten Things Hate About You and was like, "I'm living that life." Yes, I am going to be the nerd chick that turned. Because like you got to remember when I was coming up, I'm a few years older than you. All of our teen movies was about a nerd that became cool. Right, 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 right. And so like, yeah, but played by women who were so attractive and they're like let's throw glasses on her (laughs) what a dork or even dudes you're right you're right you know what i'm saying like they have this glow up that's like barely there like you were hot before we know right we know right and and what's funny is is like no there were the nerds who were because i was a nerd there Uh were nerds who were fully aware i'm a nerd i'm dating another nerd Uh uh-huh you stay in your demographic we we stay in our demographic okay but there were some nerds who pine. I knew a nerd that pined after this dude, and I was like, "Fam, it, it, not any, not in that, your lane, not in your lane." Yeah, I didn't date like, in high school, so I don't like yeah. it. Like, and so like I see that a lot. Like, I even see that with like conversations online about shit. Like when I see certain people talk about like well this certain group of people don't like me and it's like no it's not that it's like you think that you should be with like a 10 yes. but you're a four oh and i, I don't see even that all mean the time. to monetize people i don't mean to like numerically give mm-hmm. them but just so that people can understand like and i'm like fam but like w- why would that 10 want to be with you though <laughs> not in high school you got a reputation to uphold as a shit, popular hot shit, person. Not in life. <laughs> no, the nerds get the hot chicks in the end. That's what no, happened. That was that was what was the thing. No, in, and, in, and we got to stop this because not every nerd is successful. That's Sorry. true. That's not true. Every nerd is going to be Bill Gates. That's true. But I feel like I feel like for a long time, people were telling their kids like don't go after the jockey boys like they peak in high school like go after the nerdy smart boys who are going to like you know 
focus on their careers. And now he had disgruntled the coding engineer <laughs> at a small tech company yeah, sometimes, making 35000 Sometimes. We have a comedian. No, a majority of the time. We have a comedian on the scene who ended up with, you know, the hot cheerleader that he was in high school with. And he's still a complete nerd. Knowingly. Admittedly. He has jokes about this. I know. It's a very... Which is why I'm going to refrain from saying my comment. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I don't know, maybe every high school, I, I, I we no, grew up in a real no, no, small no, no, town. No. We didn't I, have a the lot flip of. The side is, I did know what, what people deem as nerdy, and they had no. cool ass chicks. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? But it's just the mentality of people who think they are entitled to more, and they have an expectation of more, and they not even fit in that expectation. I gotcha. That's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the expectation is like, like out this world like for instance i was having a conversation with a dude who ain't shit and <laughs> uh-huh a dude who ain't shit a dude who ain't shit and he was like he was talking about somebody else's situation a celebrity situation whatever who gives a fuck about them right but he was like man i don't even know why he was with that bitch and i was like i was like like why i was like why does she have to be a bitch and then he was like well because you know like she crazy anyway i was like well what makes her crazy i was like dude like i was like you're making up this because of your fucked up experiences you're making their situation about you about you yeah and so you're carrying this mentality about women towards every woman if i had a dollar for every dude i've dated who's called me crazy afterwards because it didn't go their way just go to fucking therapy i don't know what i don't know what like like why is this just go projecting to yes yes 100 yes projecting. absolutely projecting i was just like fam like but who are you to have that expectation that somebody should even be able to do that for you one of my like uh red flags to dating these days is uh like how a dude would react to one just like talking about therapy mm-hmm. if a dude is like very oh fuck therapy i'm like yeah we're not gonna work out we're not gonna work yeah let's not do that red flags Ooh, red flags yeah i get a lot of yeah the older i get the more the more red flags i get the more well i don't even know if it's red flags or just like shit i'm not gonna red flags deal with like at all yeah. like deal breakers red like, flags because yeah. a red flag is just like hey ooh, alert this ain't it it's a it's a you might want to yeah. back up a little bit yeah you might want to don't do that yeah red flag now it's it's a different scenario here if you're um indifferent to therapy because of the cost of it I get that. I totally I get that. I totally get that. But if you're against talking your feelings out, yeah, then I'm. We can't do it. Yeah, we can't do it. Yeah, and I think that like, um, the like the stigma of therapy has dropped within a lot of communities. Yes, but I will say this is that, um, the opportunity. Honestly, I see for um people to be truly vulnerable and emotional is like therapy is cool Mm -hmm. therapy is not your support system outside 
outside of that session outside of do you get what i'm saying so like when people are looking for the opportunity to be vulnerable with their friends Mm -hmm. family shit like that it always turns into a difficult like because sometimes in therapy i remember when i was in therapy and there were certain things that my therapist was like maybe you should kind of confront that with that particular person Mm -hmm. and it'd be like but i i i can't so like when we tell people like oh they should be into therapy and like get into it like one of the biggest things that i learned is like it's not just about like you just going to that particular session. Mm-hmm. It's how you're able to communicate with the people around you as well. Outside because, of that. Outside of that. Because yeah, like, you're supposed to take from those sessions yeah, into yeah. the outside world. Yeah. Because like yeah. sometimes like I'll see people working, trying to work through things through therapy. And like you said, somebody's like, Oh, that's bullshit. So when they're trying to come to them in, in this very vulnerable right. state, it's like, oh, I, I can't even I can't even allow myself that mm-hmm. that moment, that emotional moment, mm-hmm. because you're saying that this is bullshit right. or it's dumb or, right. or or it's whatever. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, it's it's a hard thing to do. Yeah. I'm sitting here going on like I'm, I'm a very big advocate for people going to therapy. Meanwhile, I am not in therapy. I know I need to be the thought of unpacking everything. Mm hmm sounds very overwhelming and i'm not ready for it yet yeah which is why i'm not so to like rag on somebody who's doing one of the hardest things there is to do and open up to a stranger now mind you not every fucking therapist is good good yeah and that's the other thing too like i could man i'm glad we're talking actually talking about this because i was thinking about this recently but like one of the biggest things was um because uh like honestly i ended up in treatment because i had to yeah like it wasn't uh oh like i'm feeling not great now i'm gonna let me go talk to someone you got to your breaking point i had a psychiatric literal psychotic break and they were like yo you're going into treatment because Mm -hmm. you can't function like this and so like but like one of the biggest things is is that you start to learn how like that unpacking thing mm-hmm. like you're you, uh, being afraid to unpack it man but when you do even if you don't even get the outcome that you wanted of like cuz like sometimes like the reason why we don't unpack it is because we know that it's not going to end in a pretty low bow mm-hmm. like it's not going to be that no, perfect you're not closure. ready to deal with you're unpacking and then having somebody tell you okay we need to deal with this and this is how we're gonna deal with this and when you're like oh like i can't just like pack it away this is and leave it alone i have to do the hard work now yeah like this is no oprah bullshit i don't believe in certain like like shit but i will say this like um the one thing that I learned and this is applied to every facet of life is like if you if you truly want to get better you only get better in uncomfort like you have to be almost uncomfortable like when I would catch myself being like because that's what for me depression ended up being was like a comfort mm-hmm. of like I could slouch back into this this mentality this feeling and just stay there right because I'm familiar with it mm-hmm. it's a comfort it's a comfort zone and so once you get to that point of like them breaking that mindset of like, oh, this fucked up situation is a comfort zone. Mm-hmm. 
you're like, what the fuck? Like, no, I, <laughs> that's I, fucked up. I, that's I have to, I have to feel that's, and deal with it. That's and unhealthy. I have, and I have to be. I have to take accountability and I have to, because like one of the, one of the things I learned in treatment is that like when you're going through, um, like, you know, like, so I'll give you an honest diagnosis of my Mm -hmm. mental health. I was diagnosed bipolar, Mm -hmm. um, bipolar two, which is you have, um, manic spurts and then you have um long bouts of depression Mm -hmm. so i went through no bullshit like three years of depression like i had but like i was showing up to work i was doing all that type of shit and then so like but so because you're in that comfort level you learn how to operate even though you're in misery right you know what i'm saying but it's comfort because you know it Mm-hmm. And so you get so used to it. And so then your whole world, you're so wrapped up in your world. There is a piece of narcissism and mental health uh, because you feel like everything is kind of revolving around your existence and not really realizing all of the other impacts, mm-hmm. you know? And so like, I just think that like we have to get to a point of like a true like understanding and allowing people to go through the the process of of which like you said unpacking and mm-hmm. being uncomfortable and having that support and that that's the reason why i'm saying like it, it the the work of it in that session is there but once you get out of it you still need the other aspects because the, the tools that they give you requires for you to have the ability to be able to be vulnerable to be to to create boundaries to be emotional mature like you need all of that and you need people surrounded surrounding you that kind of understand that mm-hmm. you know like it's yeah. a very it's a very um you know and and the other side to that i'm sorry i'm talking so much but like whatever uh but like the other side to that is that you also have to like one of the greatest things about being in treatment um was that like my caseworker and like my my psychologist and psychiatrist and 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 all the psychiatrists that I was and psychologists I was working with and everything was like they did not sugarcoat shit mm-hmm. and they did not bullshit me or like try to um because like like what I see in our society now is like we're running into a lot of people with mental issues right. And it's being played out in like social media. It's being played out publicly. It's being played out in so many different arenas that um, we don't. There's the group that's like, oh, this is a mental issue. So we're just going to love bomb them to make sure that they're good. Mm -hmm. And sometimes within that mental issue, just because it is a mental issue doesn't mean that you're not accountable. That was one of the biggest things that I learned in treatment was like, and that was the great pushback that I had in treatment was that like, they were like, no, you're still accountable. You fucked up. Yep. Like you fucked up. Like, no. So let's work on how to not here. This is an explanation as to why you're doing it, but it's, it's, you're still responsible. You're still responsible for the shit. Right. And so like, I think a lot of times, like, because we want to be supportive and sensitive to what people are going through, sometimes we overcompensate and allow them to remain fucked up and and that's their comfort level we're not helping them grow grow or yeah. or help themselves or right. you know it is so like 
that was one of the things that was no bullshit was actually on my mind this week. So I'm glad we like bumped into that topic mm-hmm. because I had like a revelation of like, man, I was thinking back to like when I was in treatment, I was like, man, how long ago? I was like, damn, I can't believe I'm here. Like, I, cause I was like so happy. Like mm-hmm. I was just, I've just been really happy lately. Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn, I can't believe like, like Look six, at all the way you've come. Yeah, like all the like like where I was to where I, f- I am now. I feel like that's when I met you is when you got back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. you had been gone for a minute. Yeah, and when you walked into Mojo's, people were so fucking excited to see you. And at the time, I was the only woman doing yeah, that room, yeah. so I'm like, who is this? Yeah, and then yeah. the rest is and history. And the other thing is, is like I wanted to talk about it because like. Like, people are still really going through a lot of shit. Like, we were like, oh, outside is open and da da da. But, like, just because it's that, like, I'm not even going to front. I was at a function and I've never felt so lonely in my entire life. And I was like, wow, I feel so fucking lonely. Around all these all people. All these people, I feel so lonely. And I was like, oh, well. And then I just started, like, talking to myself, like, why do you feel this way? Like, da 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 da. But it was more of like, and I was like, dude, like we just, and then I had the realization like, oh, we think because everything is open, everything is better. No. It's like, not. and it's not like people are still dealing with. Yeah. The residuals the of residuals. everything that just happened. And, yeah. and for some people, what just happened allowed for what they were already going through to exacerbate anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, And so like. You know, like I just encourage everyone if you if you can find a way to like get help or whatever, just make sure you do. And you know, and be picky and, about your therapist, yes. please. And and um, I'm glad that we like we actually we touched on we that? touched on that because yeah. I was really thinking about that. I got like yeah. super emotional by myself. I was like, oh, look, I'm sick of her. I can't believe it is so great. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we are all glad you're here. T in the chat says we're so glad you're here. Can yeah, we? we're very glad you're here. I'm glad that uh our paths crossed honestly because they you know very well could not have yeah you know so yeah i think uh mental health especially in the last you know 14 months and that's what we kind of like when we were still podcasting through it from our own homes we were like we feel like this is important yeah you know for for people's mental health for us to like talk to you and like make sure that everybody's good i do want to like shout out we have so many friends that like really took that 14 months to to fucking work on themselves and strive yes, yes and and yes especially like so many fucking comedians and people in the comedy community and i'm like and just artists in general i'm like so many of my friends like did so much good for themselves mm-hmm. and i'm like i'm just so proud of you i just i just want to point that out yeah, so and i'm proud of everybody i'm proud of everybody yeah. that just kind of came out and um came out of it and we're able to like continue and we're resilient and supportive and positive and uh like that honestly like going through a lot of it like the thing is is like we see so much of the stupidity because of once again social media mm-hmm. and like i always like to remind people <clears throat> like at the end of the day the whole all of social media is not the whole Mm-hmm. It is just a microcosm. And like, if you think about how many people are on a certain app or whatever, and how many people disagree or are offended or are angry or are doing stupid fucked up shit, yep. the 
comparable if you go look at the comments there's more people like what the fuck is this person doing than there is of oh this person's right mm-hmm. yet and still we continue to give the megaphone to the fucking minority that is like oh this is this is that and so i just think that like we have to be like uh, fully aware of like what's going on because like i think that so much of that just really impacts like how people feel and operate and everything so like yeah i'm I'm glad to see people be able to come out of that i see a lot of small businesses and local businesses and people becoming entrepreneurs mm-hmm. and not in a fucked up way not in a scheming way they're really like a legitimate like way. a legitimate i'm trying to build a community i'm trying to make ends meet i'm trying to do something for my legacy or whatever um and i think that's really dope and i'm and honestly for the comedians that like are like um like like i said dude it's been so awesome seeing like so many comedians come back and just having a fervor because i do think that there was a point where can we, we got tired <laughs> uh, the, the, the rat race of comedy i don't know if you felt like that timmy and amy but i know that like it was it, the that, break the was welcomed trust me i think i welcomed the break. people to reset and then i, I got real back. comfortable in that break yeah and was like can i come back can i come back and i fucking came back and like my first show back at the at the shrine that tuesday show i was like yep I belong here. This is where I'm supposed to be. I definitely appreciate and, uh, and you know, didn't mind the break. Yeah. It was a little long. Yeah. But I didn't mind it. Yeah. Forever ago, Chef of Chi-Town redeemed a shot. Oh, okay. Um, Timmy, did you, um, did you, how, how are you, did you feel like you needed a break or you feel a little kind of honestly you needed to because i felt like i saw the scene honestly to thinking back to when we went on to the you know uh stay at home orders and all that thinking back i looked a mess like i i looked tired like going back and looking at i looked exhausted Mm -hmm. and then i was looking at like old photos and shit like that of like shows i was like let me go see something because like and Everybody looked exhausted and burnt out and yeah. honestly a little bloated from too much alcohol, <laughs> a little bit too much partying, a little bit too much out all night, a little bit too much, you know, like, and just the grind of trying to get it, you know what I'm saying? And be good and all that type of stuff. Timmy, did you feel any of that? Like, I, I actually, I don't know if, if Amy remembers this, but right before everything kind of shut down, we had like one or two more shows set up mm-hmm. and I remember telling you, Amy, like, Hey, after this show, uh, and the next one, I think, I think I'm just going to chill for a minute. Like, yeah. I think I'm going to take a few weeks to kind of reset and figure some shit out because I, I did have a, a feeling of kind of spinning the tires and going through the motions and, and, uh, yeah, I, I I feel like I needed some time to kind of figure not only some like personal shit out, but like you know I I don't know maybe it's cliche, but like finding my voice more and mm-hmm. and shit like that. And I remember at that point I was trying a lot of new stuff at open mics, and I felt like literally nothing was working, and I fucking hated my job, and I just I didn't really like where I was at. So yeah, I think 
unfortunately, more than most people, I, I did welcome the break as well. Yeah. Yeah. How long before you missed it? Uh, I think, funny enough, it wasn't as soon as I thought it was going to be, but yeah, probably after like seven or eight months. I'm like, okay, I mean, yeah, I, w- I would like wow. to do. Yeah. That, that, I uh, was t- well, I was taking breaks, yeah. like, you know, for a bit anyway. If I was going through something, then I would take a break from comedy and be like, is comedy the problem? It was never the fucking problem. I, I was the opposite. I never stopped. Oh, no. Yeah. I had to stop because I felt like, um... I just felt cheap, like making people laugh when I was so sad, mm. you know, and I was like going through shit when I should have just used it, mm-hmm. but I didn't. Yeah, I just I couldn't. I don't know. I was weird about it. So I would take like month or two long breaks here I, and there. Yeah, but I, I was I was maybe good for like six months and then I was like, oh, wow. All right. Yeah, yeah I didn't I, miss it. quick. I, I mine was probably no bullshit. Um, and this going back to the mental health shit uh but um i'm one of those people that i need if i'm awake Mm -hmm. i need to be doing something yeah um and um not having comedy Mm -hmm. um i immediately went into like started i started uh because we shout out tony lazowski all the time me Mm -hmm. and tony are part of a writing crew for uh uh the upside of down like sketches like mm-hmm. check that out on um uh YouTube. YouTube. And Tony's sketches are up there. There's a lot of great writers on that and our second season is gonna be so fucking dope. Like and Nelly Bob's anime it's gonna be fucking dope. But that took up my time. Yeah. And now I, I thank God for that. Thank God for that because um for me I am I realized like one of the things is like um, I have to balance it because when I get manic, I will overwork. I'll like overwork and like yeah. uh, sleep maybe two to three hours. Aw. He's having a puppy dream. Uh, I feel him. I feel him on that. Whew, that's a good one too. Yeah. Um, and so I tend to overwork, but it was a nice balance of, all right, you don't have that anymore. Yeah. So I, I spent a lot of time writing and just chilling out and actually not focused on that and then i I picked up a second job uh but like yeah i i missed it probably a good like month oh no weeks till i was i was ready to put most of my focus into the podcast and that was the That's other what side, it, yeah. yeah, which was super dope. And I feel like we hit our stride, like we really yeah. figured it out during yeah. that time. I think which so too. Dope. Yeah, yeah. We we I feel prepared. I definitely yeah. feel prepared if we have to do yeah, stuff fam. like that again. Let me tell you something. We tell got one something. of the best motherfucking podcasts out there. I don't give a fuck, man. Fuck all the fuck, not fuck all the rest of them. No, but like no, but ours is really ours is really fucking good. You guys, like I listen to it at no bullshit. I was talking to Karen. Now. So how I have it set up on Spotify is like all new episodes. I just click the first one and mm-hmm. it just goes through all of them. My dumbass, bro. I came back after work and ours was like the third one to listen to. Mm-hmm. And so I was listening to and I totally forgot it was us. What? No bullshit. I was like, dude, this is a good podcast. I was like, you idiot. This is your fucking podcast. <laughs> That's <laughs> hilarious. Like, I was like, no, this is a really like, nah, we, so we going, we going to get this shit cracking. That's for real. Uh, at the comedy shrine this, this weekend, a couple things happened. One, I, uh, I brought stickers to the second show, yeah. right? I brought a shit ton. I have none left. 
Um, I handed one to somebody that I did not know. I've never met this person. And they're like, hey, you had a great set. They never said like, hey, I saw you before. Like nothing. I handed them. I was like, cool, here's a sticker. This is my podcast. And they go, oh, I think I'm subscribed to this. And I'm like, oh, do you know? And nope, they don't know us. They're just subscribed to us. Oh, shit. Yeah, there is um, there is some of that. Like, I'm always, hey, and uh, SoundCloud or whoever, dude, y'all playing with the fucking analytics so we, where we can see where we fucking juking and shit. We can't even see where we fucking juking anymore. Oh, that sucks. Because like, we were getting, like, real big listens in other countries. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, dude, like, what are you guys fucking doing? But... Hey, let us know where y'all at. Like, yes. if you are, like, and, and this is for We have so many audio. social medias, you can tell us. Yeah, let us know on Instagram at the Heavy Corner Podcast or on Facebook. Like, something. Because, right. you know what I'm saying? Because, like, we have no clue because SoundCloud kept changing their analytics shit and we have not updated. Yeah, we don't know anymore. Yeah, we don't know anymore. We could, we used to be able, we was popping mm-hmm. in Egypt. Yeah, for some reason. <laughs> No idea. We were at first we were like it's bots, but like it was a lot. A lot of, it was a lot. I was like they, the bots ain't just random. It's not. Yeah, yeah. We ain't paying nobody. We doing this organically. Mm-hmm. So like, share, subscribe, share. Tell with your, your friends, friends about us. You know, that's the biggest thing to do is word of mouth. Yeah. Tell your friends. People be listening to podcasts these days. Be like, you want a funny one? Here's KB and Amy's. Yeah, we we drop a little bit of uh, wellness in there. Sometimes we drop yeah. a little sex stuff. I I do. Can I finish? Can we finish with some sex stuff? Sure. Awesome. Always. Let's Always do it. Finish with some sex stuff. <laughs> uh, so I had a conversation with another uh, gentleman, Cisco. Mm-hmm. Uh, and not that Cisco, not Thong Song. Not Thong Song Cisco. Cisco, a, a new listener. Yeah. Hi, Cisco. Hi, we know Cisco. you're listening. Yeah. Um, and uh, we should get him on because he's funny as shit, dude. He is funny. He Mo- has some good stories. Mojo's Mo- awesome. regular. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He always comes with his cigar like a little old man. Oh yeah. He will smoke Halloween with you. It's <laughs> <laughs> great. He's great. He'll come find you. Yeah. You want to hit this? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Cisco. Oh, he's on Ashbury. Oh, nice. He's on Ashbury this week. Um, So, uh, but no, he was like, yeah, I listened to the podcast and you were talking about women uh, and, and that more importantly, it's not necessarily about the look of the coochie. It's about the smell of the coochie. Right, right, right. And he was like, he asked me, he was like, have you ever, um, decided like no you're not gonna go ahead and smash like after it's presented after it's presented oh that's a that's tough like if you're like butt-ass naked oh my god you're about to ruin someone's life if you're like never mind (laughs) (laughs) have you ever had to fam oh no I, i tried to all right i tried to keep it cool oh no now i didn't i i have i'm gonna keep it real Listen, don't give away your secrets now, no, just in case. No, but I'm, I'm going to keep it super, super real. Okay. And this is going to sound so nasty. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh, God. <laughs> I love to eat pussy, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Okay. Like, I'm really good at it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a professional. For professional at it. I really like it. I, I really do. It's amazing, right? Uh-huh. But... I have 
been like because I'm a woman, right? And I take care of down there yeah. so that you can enjoy. <laughs> Very considerate. I'm considerate. <laughs> I'm considerate. All right. Uh-huh. Now these bitches out here are considerate. Uh and so I have been like now <laughs> I can't read that sentence. <laughs> but it's a good one. <laughs> you can read that sentence (laughs) oh my god and that's how you know you start and that's how you start a sentence it's my nigga (laughs) i do i i I do i enjoy eating pussy i do like recently there's a chick and you're fine and she was just like yo are you good down there like this is delicious. <laughs> Good for you. Good for her. Good for her. She was prepared. <laughs> how do you not? How are you not prepared? Like, why don't you should just assume? I'm just saying, assume if you're going. Come on. You don't know what's going to happen nah, at the end of the night. Is there- we met out on a night out. So okay. Like, okay. Not a, you know what I'm saying? But she was on a night out. Yeah, but you never know. Sometimes, have you ever went out and like, I ain't fucking nobody tonight? Oh, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I go out. <laughs> but <laughs> I still like shower before I leave. <laughs> I mean, I don't like do my my foot like if I had right, a D appointment. I don't do like the full. Here's the thing about women: women assume that all women are clean like them. I guarantee you, if you have a group of five homegirls, one of them nasty. Oh, that's, I guarantee you, one of them is that's she probably pretend true. like she really clean. Trust me, as a lesbian, I fucking know. <sighs> they pretend like they're really fucking clean because all their homegirls are clean. That bitch ain't clean. Um, just, that bitch ain't clean. Just the small experience I have of helping out at the tattoo shop. First of all, <laughs> ladies, why you're not showering before you get a tattoo is beyond me. That, fellas, too. Boys are fucking. You smell like onions. Let's stop. Shower shower before you get a tattoo your tattoo artist is this close to your skin like no matter where like they could be doing a tattoo on your ankle but at some point their head might be super close to your crotch yeah fucking shower shower make sure it's fresh even so fresh is so clean you know what's fucked up so that tattoo shop that i go to is like you know one single bathroom like one toilet Mm -hmm. you know and like Going in after some of these women, I'm like, you ain't clean. <laughs> I can smell you if in the bathroom. I can smell you after you get out the bathroom, you stank hoe. <laughs> so many syllables. <laughs> uh, God, we got to We shouldn't be able shit. to. We no. should not be able to. Keep some to. Summer's Eve in your purse or something. <laughs> fucking wipes or something i shouldn't be able to smell you after you left the bathroom oh and i'm a female like i know the smells i know know, yeah i know the smells this i'm not gonna sit here and act like we got fresh puss all the time we don't if it's been a long day outside look yo fam no bullshit i had a shorty we was kicking it 
it was one weekend a couple of summers ago. We ended up meeting at a, a bar. All right. We ended up meeting at a bar. She was like, come back to my crib or whatever. We turned up. We doing it. And I realized like, yo, fam. I've been out all day. I've been out all day. Yeah. I ain't fresh. So she went to go to the, you know what I mean? Eat yeah. it. You know, oh, dinner no. time, scrum, scrum. Yeah. And I said, nom, nom, nom. nom. <laughs> I said, no, nom, nom, nom. You're going to have to wait. I said, I've been out what? all day. I said, I've done I that. Said, I said, yo, fam. I said, I've been out all day. Like, you ain't even got to do that. But if right. you're cool, because I enjoy. Yeah. Then and she was like, yeah, like, that's cool. Yeah. Like, no, any chick I've ever talked like to. And I've been like, I'm like, like, because I've had moments I like, because I know what I like. Yeah. So if I don't feel fresh. I, I'm saying. I'm, I'm going to keep it real with you. Like, yo, I'm not fresh. And, and like, I don't know if dick is like coochie. But like it is, <laughs> but like, it ain't like like that bad. I mean, there's not like innards. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. But like, yeah, you get you you the, yeah. There's a smell. Right, right, right. So like for me, I, I I try to be considerate of that. Even if I'm like, oh, I've only been out for like I showered before I came out to this club. But if we've been dancing, drinking, it's three a.m. All right. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, nah. If I if I had you brought like a young suitor to the Fourth of July bar- barbecue, oh we ain't, we ain't fucking that. after that. Nope. You I'm, let me go home and yeah, shower. Yeah. Uh, oh, I could finger bang it down. But, like, <laughs> I said wet ass swissy on stage yesterday. I just want want everyone to know. Swiss, I got, I said, I got this wet ass swissy up in here. (laughs) Summertime, man. Fucking summertime. Like, yeah. I've had dudes, dudes, some dudes be considerate with that. I got to go shower. And I appreciate that. They know. They know. They know what's going on. I don't. I'm coming in hot. Yo, so like, fam, I, there was one shorty and she was cool. We're drinking, partying. It was pride weekend. She was like, yo, come back to my crib or whatever. Mm -hmm. She lived in Andersonville. I said, okay. I was like, actually, my friend lives right around the corner where I'm staying or whatever. Cool. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. this is perfect because mm-hmm. if I gotta die, like wake up and dash, yeah, I got somewhere to go. I got, I got yeah. somewhere to go. Yeah, and so like we go back to her crib and like the thing was because my friend lived in Andersonville, I was staying with them. So like I went back to the crib halfway through the day after the parade. I was like, I'm about to go back. I'm about to pre-drink and then I'm gonna come back out for the night. Because I was like, dude, it's too hot. If you've ever been to Chicago's Pride, you know that bitch is fucking yeah. hot. And there's so many bodies. And there's so many people. So yeah. I was like, dude, this is just a train ride. Like, I could just pop up there, yeah. walk off, shower, yeah. come back up. Right. Not not bugging about it. I don't even give a fuck. My friends made fun of me for it. Whatever. No, hell no. That's so consider I, it as fuck. And so I went back, showered up, came back out that night, met Shorty at the bar. So I'm kind of fresh. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. But I think that she had been out all day. Mm-hmm. So she was like, yo, I'm in Andersonville. I live in Anderson. I'm like, oh, cool. You live over on Glenwood and blah, blah. And so, like, we go over to her crib. And I realized, like, oh, like, the funk start to hit me. Hers? Yeah. Oh, no. Like, we making out. And I'm like, okay, armpit's a little funky. You know when that armpit onion funk 
Yeah. You, well, then, yeah. And then, you know, the rest of it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. none of it's clean. Man. And so I tried to be smooth for him. Mm-hmm. I tried to be real smooth. I was like, yo, <laughs> I was like, yo, you know, like, this is cool. Da, da, da. I was like, yo, but I'm hot. You want to, I don't know. You want to like fuck in the shower? (laughs) (laughs) You get in there first. I'm right behind you. If you got to wash up or whatever. (laughs) I'll be there in seven to ten minutes. I got to make a quick phone call. So if you got to do anything in there before I get in there, I would do it. Just you know <laughs> that did it work? Yeah, 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 girl. yeah. The the shower, like try that. If they don't have roommates or shit, right, right, right. Like she had on, she had on crib, right. But she that'd be weird to do at my house, right? right <laughs> that'd be weird. Right. But, Two of us coming out the bathroom, like, like, what's up? But I thought I made it seem like I was on some kinky shit. I was like, yo, we should fuck nice. in the shower, you nice. And like, let's get it popping in the shower. And she's like, oh yeah, and it's like, yeah, go ahead and. And she did. She was like, "Go ahead." (laughs) She was like, "Oh my god, what a fucking genius!" She's like, "Hell yeah!" She wants to fuck in the shower. I could wash up real quick. See if she wants to like make a phone call or something. (laughs) She knew. She knew too. I bet she knew too. She was cute as shit. She was. She was a good time. Made breakfast in the morning. What if she had said? uh, What if? What if she was like, "Nah, I don't want to do it in the shower." What would you have done? What's plan B? Plan B. Just do it. No, see, my plan B is like I can wash my hands, so finger bang it out, and then, <laughs> and then like, like, because I ain't eating it. Hey, listen, eating pussy, and I hate to be so crass, but eating pussy is like, <laughs> like sixty percent of my sex. Yeah, I like, mean, yeah. like for real, yeah. like, like the other forty percent, like you can if you can eat some good pussy. Like really eat some good pussy. You are halfway there, Mom. We're getting married. Sixty <laughs> percent of her sex is eating pussy. <laughs> I'm considerate. So, <laughs> like, no, for real though. Like, dude, like for real. Like, you find out. Never mind. So, like. <laughs> Okay. There's a like that to say. There's a particular spot. Anyways, so what I'm saying is though, like it was, uh, if if she had been like, oh well, I don't feel like getting in the shower. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Then it would have been like, like I said, we would have had a good, strong makeout session. You know, a good, you know, dry hump or some shit. <laughs> right. Some finger banging. You just wouldn't have. And then I would have. You wouldn't have gone for the sixty percent. Right. So she left with 40. And then <laughs> I went and washed my hands and called it a night. But she did the shower. She did the shower. She and I appreciate her for that. Yeah. She I'm sure she appreciated you for that. Yeah. I appreciated her for that. For sure. Because <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't like she was just dirty. She was just a little funky. Cause she yeah. 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 All, yeah. If she, yeah. You're you out know, all day. All day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like, you know. No, but like consideration, folks. Yeah, and consideration. If you need tips on. I've given out tips on how to eat really good pussy. Check out the Chris Bongat's uh, episode. It's, yeah, he took notes. He took notes. He I took notes. I don't know if he. Really, I started rumors that day on accident. I don't know if he really took notes, but there's a. 
There's I'm a not, chance. There, go back and listen to that episode, and I leave a huge clue on how to make the pussy eating process really good. I should do She's a Patreon you. class. You, sh- you should. Of like how to how to eat the pussy and how to please women. Do you know how many like do you know how many um, women that I have been with who have men who are like this is like one of the best sex experiences I had, and it's not because of me. It's just because I think that women understand how to please women a little bit better. Oh yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like we know us. Yeah. Like yeah. I know. Um, like women that were just completely straight who went to women and are like, Oh, I'm never, why would I ever go back? Like my one friend goes, I actually come like, why would I go back? Oh, (laughs) I'm like, all right. I'm not even going to get nasty. I'm not going to get nasty because I already got nasty, but yeah. But yeah, like for real, for real, like it's not even, um, like people think with women it's it's a lot of mental. Like it's physical, but part of it is a mental. And I think dudes be like so caught up in their physical aspect of sex mm-hmm. that they don't even realize like how much of it is mental and physical. Like the oh, for sure. women. Yeah, like, for sure. Because I, th- I think they're tr- like, you know, they might be trying to control the nut or whatever. But like I don't know how y'all do it. Is it I don't the only man in this room is my brother and I don't want to ask him. But I like in 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 movies and uh TV it's always portrayed that you like think about something else to prevent yourself. Can you just like confirm if that's true? Uh, no, Tim so Tim can Yeah, you can you control it? This is a bigger question. Sometimes yes, sometimes no. I think yeah, that's what he's I guess it with. depends. Okay. Okay. That's fair. I'm get, I'm gonna get to the bottom of all of this. Remember, I think last episode I was as I'm like y'all nut before we come over, right? Like y'all just get one out. Amy gonna find a cheat code to good dick, like all like, day, all day. Like Amy's gonna find that fucking cheat code. I'm gonna find it, and then I'm gonna sell it. Pussy. I'm gonna sell it on the internet. I'll sell all the secrets. I'm gonna, I'm gonna sell my like. I think everybody should learn how to eat pussy. I feel like it's like I think mathematics. Right. I think you're right, but I I just feel like women. uh just do it. I feel like we just know how to do it. Is that weird? Do we know? I've done it and I just knew how to do it. I know some women who obviously did not know how to that do sucks. it. That yeah. sucks. I just assumed everybody knew how to no, do it. No, not everybody knows just, how to well, do women, it. Well, women. not men. I know, I I know I said, a lot of men don't know how to do it. That's the reason why I said I would teach a class for people. I didn't say men. You're right. I said everybody. I, I'm just speaking from experience. Dude, have like have this is uh this is so hard in front of Tim. Have you ever um had intercourse with somebody and you did your thing so well that they were just like, dude, like I you know what I'm saying? Like they were like, Oh, that was that 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 was lit. Like that was I'm, I'm good at what I do. You good at what you do? Tim, you good at what you do? I like to think so. Yeah. Apparently, Timmy's good at what it. Apparently, it's a Blazakovich trait to be good at what we do. Oh, good for y'all! Yeah, I'm marrying into a good family. You are. You're marrying into a good family. I'm good at what I do when I do it. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I had a joke about it, so this isn't going to be like super shocking to Tim. But I was like, if I was given this mouth and I sucked, like I was bad with it, yeah, it would be illegal. 
Yeah. It would be illegal. Yeah. Like that would be a crying shame <laughs> to waste this mouth. Yo, I think that like I think that like one of the biggest things like no, you do have a great mouth. Uh <laughs> No, but I think that like one of the biggest things is like to be really good at sex is you have to be a generous person. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, you just can't be selfish. You can't be selfish. Like you can have selfish tendencies, right? Right. But you have to be, and this goes to your hum. Like if you good at fucking, I know that you. I feel like you're a generous person, like because like, and I'm not talking about oh like well I got my nut like no I mean like the other person is happy they're like whew, that yeah. was great yeah that like that is like I. Like people put a notch on their belt for like how many people they smash. It should be how many many people people you satisfied. It should be how many people actually was like, that was great. Like, that was a good, yeah, that was a good romp. Uh, Have you ever gone on a, what would you, did you just call it a a pussy appointment? What do you call it? We call it dick appointments. Oh yes. Pussy appointments. Pussy appointments. Yeah. Like, I've I've gone I've left some disappointed and been like that was a fucking waste of my time. Oh, I I I left a pussy appointment, dude. I had one chick. She talked all this shit in text message. I was like, yo, word. That's what we. Oh, doing. I can't stand that. And we and and we talking like I'm like, oh, this is about to be lit. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm like, I'll pick up a bottle. We, <laughs> we it's going down. I'll bring weed. Like this is about to be popping. Move to out the bam. I get over there. We are watching Hulu. I was like, uh, not to be on that type of shit, but hey, j- just so you think I'm not bullshitting, let me pull up receipts. Uh, <laughs> At 3.42, <laughs> you said that you wanted. <laughs> Like what happened? Like, what, what happened? Am I not fresh enough for you? Like, what, do you want to do this in the shower? Like, what, what the fuck is really the fuck going on, man? Oh, a lot of people are talk. A lot of people. Well, and people feel more comfortable through text, See, and which I, I get. I don't do a lot of talk through text, but I, I'll show you. Yeah, so, yeah. I like- I'm, I'm, I'm. I'll show you. I like it because a lot. And then of after I show you, that's when I'll get filthy in text message. No, here's what happens: after I show you, I get called a player. Well, okay, because it's always going to be like, "Well, you're this good because you have experience," <laughs> uh, which is not wrong. It's not wrong, but that doesn't mean you slept with a billion people. I haven't. You could have just slept with the same person a bunch and got figured your fucking experience, yeah, right? Figured it out. But yeah, I mean, she's <laughs> I'm gonna say her name, but she's. <laughs> We've all had that. Yeah, teacher. That teacher. <laughs> yeah. That Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> <laughs> it's true though. Like I feel like everybody's had a teacher. I definitely like there was a, yeah somebody in my past where I'm like you've taught me a lot of things. <laughs> Thank you. Dude, I didn't know that my about me. First girlfriend. Was the one who like she was a she was a freak already, <sighs> and I was super naive. Like yeah. I, I I was naive. Like and she was like, "Yo, let's go to a sex shop." I'm like, "All right." I had never been. Oh, I'm 18. Okay, 19. yeah, yeah, yeah. I had yeah. Never been to a sex shop, 
And she's like, yeah. And so, like, she's like, we should get this. And we should get You're like, this. what the fuck and is that for? Like, fam, th- there was a time <laughs> in the early 2000s where... I don't, y'all are probably too young to remember, but like there was a time where the, the, the body butters that you could like lick could eat. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Like Tim oh. worked at Spencer's. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Then you know what's up. Yeah. And so like, I was like, wait, what? And she was like, yeah. And I remember she was like, watch this. And she took some of it and she like spread it like on my thigh and she just like, took in a deep breath and blew on it and i was like oh my god <laughs> good lord <laughs> oh my god and you make me taste like mango <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah this is fucking amazing <laughs> oh man we've been wiling i know in the chat grandma's skid mark says foreplay is key i agree foreplay is important foreplay is the like when motherfuckers be like, oh yeah, we we finished fucking. You like think eight I'm gonna minutes. be ready? I'm like, wait, wait, <laughs> no, yeah, listen to me. You think that Did I'm just ready? Play or what? I'm not just ready. You have to make me be ready. Don't just <laughs> foreplay all day. You know what my go-to was? Hmm. And I pulled it on a chick not too recently. Um, we were hanging out, and um, I felt I felt like the biggest douchebag ever pulling this Uh but it was there Uh uh-oh and uh i'm an asshole so what happened was went back to her place she had a guitar there and i was like oh yeah (laughs) i played guitar (laughs) first oh you fuck boy i fuck boy (laughs) you did fuck boy out i I fuck boyed out It worked though, didn't it? Bam! Not only did it work, I wasn't even playing songs she knew. I was just playing <laughs> shit that I had written myself. Like this is shit. Oh no! Yeah, yeah that's great. That's, that's great. <laughs> like, She's just staring at your fingers the whole time. <laughs> I mean, if I say it didn't work on me once or twice, because you do, you stare at those fingers and you're like, okay. Yeah, I understand. And although my hands If are I could dainty, play guitar, I would do it. Are you kidding me? And I got dainty hands. I got small hands, but they find... They, never mind. <laughs> my poor brother. All right. <laughs> we got to get out of here, y'all. We, we got to get the fuck out of here. Tim, Tim's got some shows coming yeah, up. Tim, where are you going to be at? Where are you going to be at? Uh, online, I'm at Blazed One on Twitch. <laughs> and... <laughs> I'm good. He's I'm traumatized. Uh, and uh, look for the searching animation on YouTube <laughs> by Tony Lazowski. It's so good. And then, uh, what is it? I need to look at a calendar real quick. July uh, 23rd and 24th. I'm going to be hosting at the Comedy Shrine for a gentleman named Rob Ward, who uh, is kind of a big deal. He was on Comedy Central, and he was featured on Kevin Hart's Heart of the City, and he won uh, Showtime at the Apollo. Yeah, that's huge. It's really funny. That's going to be a great great show. Yeah, Yeah. I was just offered that, and uh, I'm excited. So I'm going to do that, and uh, that's going to be at the Comedy Shrine. And uh, yeah, that's what I have. What you got going on? Uh, this Friday, I am at the law office. I think that's Yorkville, right? Yes, it is. Uh, that's going to be a great show. Come out to that. Former show. guests uh, on the Happy Corner. We 
Xavier Lamont. He's host or oh, he's uh, headlining. And then we got TJ Remick on the lineup as well. It's going to be a fucking great show. So that's this Friday. This Friday. I'm coming to that. All right. Do it. I'm going to come to that. Uh, I am at Ashbury Coffee House uh, on uh, Thursday. On Wednesday, I will be at the Comedy Bar at Chris Higgins' uh, <gasps> show. And nice. I'm gonna get in there. I, 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 I yeah. I'm I had a whole it. weekend with Chris. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I can't wait. I'm. I've been trying to get into the Comedy Bar. I'm something. So excited. excited. When is that? Uh, Wednesday. Wednesday. Let me yeah. let me try to come out to that. Yeah. And then uh, on Saturday, I'm at Ashbury again for Hot Cup of Con- uh, Comedy. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be dope as fuck. The greatest lineup. I'm yes. excited to see Rudy Ruiz, who's a former guest. Patrick yep. O'Hara, who follows us and supportive. <coughs> and, a, and a gang of other comedians. And it's just going to be a good time. And Hell yeah. Ashbury is so great. Shout out once again to Brian and um, Andy. For doing the comedy stuff there, so yes. Well, that's that, right? That is that, and this has been the Happy Corner Podcast. Twenty uh, fourth is T's birthday. We have to make sure we give T all the love for all her the love. fucking birthday. Happy birthday! Mm-hmm. We'll get you. We'll get you. Yeah, on the twenty fourth for sure. Yeah. I might have something special to send to. Yeah, we should send. Yeah, we're, 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 we're gonna uh, send we, to you. Yeah, we're gonna okay. send you something. Uh, and that has been the Happy Corner. Stay lit. Stay positive. Be kind. We holla at y'all later. Bye. 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 We're tipping. Dr. Dentry mentioned you in her story.